Welcome to show 55 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today's episode is with Raina from Noble Baby Diapers. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to sharing stories of cloth diapering with parents, families, brands, and anyone else I can think of around the world. My name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast and a mom of two. I live in Northern British Columbia, and I have been in the cloth diaper blogging, creating content, creating space for a while. I love cloth diapering. It's kind of been this weird weird journey ending up here, but here I am. I recently wrote a book. My book is now available on Amazon around the world as both a digital copy and a paperback. That's right. You can now pick up Cloth Diapers, The Ultimate Guide to Washing Textiles and More as a hardcover book. It's not perfect. A few people have emailed me about a few mistakes. I get that. I'm human. I didn't hire a publisher, but it is everything that I know about cloth diapering boiled into one little book. It's nothing new. It's not revolutionary. It's an ultimate guide. I'm going to break down every snap, elastic, and little itty bitty step. It's to help newbies kind of overcome all those little questions that they have. If you're already been blogging for a long time or already been cloth diapering for a long time, it's a great gift to give to a new friend or or somebody who might be interested in cloth diapering. I put a lot of work and passion into it, and I am so grateful for every one of you who has supported me. But enough about me. Today, we are chatting with Reina from Noble Baby Diapers. I'm so excited to have her on the show. I've been following Noble Baby for a long time, and I love the product that she creates. I love her as a person. I think she's just fantastic in the message that she sends out and her story. So without further ado, let me share the story of Noble Baby. Bird? does your cloth diaper journey begin? How about we start there? Like, when did you start cloth diapering um, as yourself, as a parent? Or as were a you parent. a cloth diaper parent? Yeah, yes. Um, I have three kids. The oldest okay. are nine and eight, and they were not cloth diapered. Um, and then my youngest one, who is two, close to three, he was the one that I discovered cloth diapering okay. with. And that was through um, my sister. She actually cloth diapered her... Um, oldest baby and we had two sons really close in age Mm -hmm. so after I had my little guy he um we struggled a lot with diapering with him because he was so chunky he was born at almost 10 pounds oh wow so yeah and he was I mean he was a chunker he would nurse night and day and you know those breastfeeding blowouts I have Rayanna on video here you don't look like a large woman at all like a 10 pound baby looks no, like a, a good size no. child for you yeah yeah let me tell you those last months I was like woo. Well, I had almost nine but I'm like six yeah. feet tall and I'm like large built from yeah. large jeans I'm like five two I think I don't yeah, know okay. so That's yeah child yeah he was he came out like a three-month-old and <laughs> it was really hard because he was just short and round and oh yeah uh, disposable diapers just never fit right on Mm. him and I was just constantly washing his clothes and um, washing sheets and washing blankets because they would just blow out three to four times a day every day. I forget about that that can happen yes, with a disposable. Yes. And I had experienced that with my older kids, but his was just out of this world just because nothing ever fit him correctly just yeah. because of how he was shaped as, you know, disposable diapers and also because he just nursed nonstop and it was just... 10 pounds. He needed the, out- <laughs> yeah, he yeah. needed the substance. Yeah. So the output was just nonstop. And right around um, 
two months of age, I was talking to my sister and I said, you know, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm so tired of all his clothes being stained constantly from all these blowouts. And she said, you know, you should try cloth diapering to kind of prevent the blowouts. And I was just like, hmm, how come I never, why, <laughs> you know, light bulb, like why had I never thought about that? So I was like, well, you know, I'm washing clothes nonstop. I might as well wash diapers and save some money along the way. So, um, like most parents on the budget, I ordered my first little pack from overseas and we started class diapering and I completely fell in love with it, like obsessed from day one. And um, that's kind of been it. It's just um, and then, trying to figure out, we started our journey with trying to figure out what would work better because um, of course, most of those diapers, those budget diapers that you get, the packs come with the microfiber and we started running into the compression, especially, you know, with a big chunk of it, oh, was, yeah. you know, with a 12 and 14 pound baby, the compression link started almost mm-hmm. right away. And it kind of just evolved from there, from figuring out, from reading and reading and going down the rabbit hole of cloth diapering and the fibers and different systems and different items and different, you know, yeah. everything. And um, that's kind of along the way, just growing and learning. (laughs) And then you, at some point, you started a business out of it, right? Now you're making your own, what brought you to the pre-flat then specifically Mm -hmm. or trying a pre-flat? It was, it kind of evolved just naturally because um, my sister the other day, she said, do you remember when I first showed you my, 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 cloth diapers and you looked at it and you were like I can make this and I was like did I really she said yeah I remember you just looked at it and you were like this is the most simple thing I can make this and she's like and then you did and I'm like and then I did, <laughs> <laughs> you did. What, what were you before you so I've always been someone who's okay. been very crafty very mm. DIY very yeah. okay how can I do this and save a bit of money on my own mm-hmm. and so almost immediately I was like okay when I started running into the problems with the compression links I was like okay I need to figure out you know, I need maybe all over absorption and I can't really afford the $25, $30 fitted. So let me try and make some of my own. And it kind of just went evolved from there. And um, so I started out just sewing and sewing and sewing, sewing. Because it would have been, you've been, you've been like Noble Baby has been around for mm-hmm. a year and a half now? 18 months? Um, close to a year and a half, yes. I think our first I think our first drop was in April of last year, I want to say. Okay. First yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, about yeah. there. Yeah. So you, but you were just saying there that you started sewing, you started trying, you experiment with all ones and fitteds and different types of yes. diapers. Um, I started sewing fitteds and then um, just for him and then for my sister and then I sewed some all-in-twos, all-in-ones, um, just a bunch of different, I just kind of, if I saw a pattern, I mean, when I tell you I was obsessed, I was obsessed, <laughs> like every night I was uh, like cutting something. something and sewing something, and and if I saw something that I could upcycle, if I said, oh, look, this is 100% cotton, it was mm-hmm. it's going to become a diaper, <laughs> and you know, and I was just obsessed and sewing and sewing, and so the way that I got into the pre-flats was, um, because he was so chubby still at that time and we already had to kind of go up in close size and then um and then you added a fluffy butt which is cute but that just made it even harder for me to just even just find pants mm-hmm. or anything that would fit him I mean he was like in 24 month clothes at a tiny age yeah. so um I kind of uh, my obsession then became coming up with something more trim 
yeah. and something that would, you know, kind of make them be able to wear clothes that were more true to size and not, you know, four feet, I mean, four inches to him off a pair of pants, you know? Yeah, I was just thinking, like, mm-hmm. if you're sizing him into 24-month clothing, yeah. his, like, yeah. legs are probably swimming and yes. his arms yeah, are swimming. Yeah, I mean, it was just, like, roll him up, roll up yeah. the legs just to get something to fit around his waist and around the cloth diapered bum. And so I, I started kind of focusing on trying to find something that would um, be more trim and okay. absorbent and... Um, so I made, I upcycled some cotton and I made something kind of in the shape, you know, pre-flats have been around, uh, for a while, but I don't know why they hadn't become more popular. You know, I started mm-hmm. finding all these kind of DIY tutorials online. I'm like, how come you don't, you don't really see this type of item a lot out mm-hmm. on the market. And I tried making some for him and I loved it. And then it just kind of evolved from there. I just... Yeah. messed around with the shape and the pattern and had a couple of testers going out and that's where we are now i think we should clarify for people listening who've mm-hmm. never heard what a pre-flat is because right. it is right uh it seems like natural but it's also not natural in some ways it's kind of a weird mm-hmm. term right it makes sense once you think about it but so we've got pre-folds which are just multiple layers rectangle right, right. we're usually going to fold them in thirds or half Maybe we'll exactly. fasten them. Then we've got flats, right. the single layer. And then we've got a pre-flat, which I'm... Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm assuming that people in your in this industry right now are using it as a term as basically like a pre-fold with wings. It's going to be about two or three, only two or three layers of fabric, and it's going to have a wing at the Correct. back. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. So a pre-flat can actually... Not all pre-flats are always wing. Oh, um, okay. Some of them... It's a, a pre-flat is, can also be non-winged but it's basically, it doesn't, it's missing kind of the traditional center lines from your pre-folds. And pre-folds traditionally also have extra layers in the middle, whereas a pre-flat, it's more like just two full layers or three full layers and kind of just on around. You can fold them how you want, almost like a flat, but mm-hmm. a little bit less folding. So right. it kind of combines the little bit of pre-flat and pre or a flat <laughs> know, right? this is like it's and i um every brand will label their things differently so it can be right. very it can be very confusing uh in some right. ways it just before <laughs> just before or some point when i had my daughter somebody was making a wing pre-flat that i tried and i bought and it was such mm-hmm. at the time it was such a unique idea but i was like why are not more people doing it and then she right. went out of business and I didn't really hear anything. And then you kind of popped up on the scene. And yeah. I've seen a few more brands starting to mm-hmm. do the winged, the wing pre-flat ever since. Right. Um, and it's it's a really, I think it's a really great idea for beginners because it is. It really is. Like um, a lot of people with a pre-fold will struggle with the, getting those wings right around the belly. Right, right. That, that um, pre-flat. Exactly. It kind of um, eliminates with the pre-fold having the wings kind of not mm-hmm. be long enough and then with the flat it's less folding yeah so it kind of so it kind of eliminates those with you know it kind of combines the best of both worlds and it makes it easier to use especially like you said for newbies yeah. or for people who just you know have a hard time getting all getting the money games <laughs> yeah all those little things and then it's right. also so much like 
um, a fitted diaper without the cost of all exactly. the production. Yeah. Exactly. It's much, much more um, simple. And mm-hmm. that's, that's actually like where the name Noble came from was because when I was like right in the middle of, you know, sewing all these diapers, I was watching a video and and um, in the video, she, it was in Spanish, but she was encouraging moms to try to use simple items and, hey, you don't have to make them super fancy. And she said something kind of along the lines of, um, uh, with time, you'll notice that sometimes your most simple diapers will become your most noble diapers. And that kind of really stuck oh, yeah. to me because it was like, because at that time I was struggling because I was like, I was making all these diapers and nothing really kind of made me really happy with it, like completely happy. I was like, ah. And yeah, I watched that video over and over and over again. And I was like, you know, I need, I really, she has a good point. I need to simplify it. And I always, I've always been somebody who loves simple. <laughs> like I just, I love simple. I don't like all the frills and all the, and I was like, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. And that's when I started kind of simplifying what I was making. I decided to make um, something kind of, it, it looked almost like a pre-flat, but it still had the elastic. So I was like, I'm going to make them snapless. Let's simplify it. Let's make them snapless. And then when I finally got the, um, stretching material I was like you know what let's eliminate the elastic and it'll dry faster and it's simpler and it just kind of evolved from making these super simple I mean these super complicated diapers with (laughs) butterfly wings and 30 layers of this and this snap-in soaker and this snap-in you know and and at the end I ended up with like the most simple thing in the world and (laughs) it was my favorite and it was my favorite and I was like that lady really had a good point sometimes your most simple items become your most well-loved and most well-used and what works best for you and kind of that's kind of like where I was like okay that's it noble that's gonna be the name (laughs) and that's where that came from oh nice that's so cool and I think that really resonates um, with me about a lot of the conversation. We've had a few conversations about diaper need accessibility within the Spanish community was something right. that we were working on um, right. and really simplifying that kind of product. Um, right. As much as sometimes it doesn't seem like it makes it accessible, blah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it really does, right? Like um, we often think like pockets are easy, all ones are easy, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the same level of accessibility for right all families right all families correct yeah that kind mm-hmm. of really resonates it makes a product I mean we still have to do this learning curve thing and I um you do some of your posts in Spanish now too hey I try as much as I can to do every single one okay but let me tell you I'm not the best at social media <laughs> before <laughs> you're doing a good you're, job thank you but let me tell you I struggle if you oh, see, really if you po- if you see me post it took me probably like eight hours of rewriting no and writing yes <laughs> oh I think I feel like watching you post no. it looks like it comes across so naturally for you hey like I'm, I've I've always been one of those people that like in my mind everything just like flows and yeah. then but actually putting it down into words and written I just confuse myself and I'm just like, <laughs> my brain works faster than my mouth or my fingers you know so I'm, just yeah. like, I'm like that makes no sense rewrite it rewrite it that's not what you meant. <laughs> So I try as much as I can. Sometimes I, I do miss out on posting it in Spanish as well because I'm, I'm time crunch. I'm just like, okay, I've been on it for like four hours trying to rewrite it. Let's just post it in English and go. But I think it really is really important to me to mm-hmm. be able to post it in Spanish as well. And actually, the majority of the customers that have even mentioned, I love how you post in 
both Spanish and English are bilingual customers. They understand the English part of it. They, they perfectly understand what I'm saying, but they just, I think it just, it's a connection with them. And I'm like, and I think that's really important. I'm like, because I, I didn't look into cloth diapering until I saw my sister doing it until I saw, okay, I kind of connect with her and I see that she can do it. I can do it as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's important to, um, post it in Spanish as well because if someone is kind of scrolling through and they see it in Spanish and they might say okay you know what hey I connect with this chick what is she saying and they kind of stop and um, give you a little bit more of their time more of their attention and I think that's how you connect to potential new customers to potential new cloth diapering parents mm -hmm. and um, so that's why I try the well, it's so important to, for us to get out of this. I think it's so important for us to get out of this, like, uh, very white English narrative. I get a lot. Yeah. I'm getting more and more custom, not custom. I don't have customers. I'm getting more and more um, DMs that are from Latin mm -hmm. America and from right. South America in yeah. my message box. And they're in English usually. And you can tell that, like, it's English second language. Um, exactly. But they're looking for and they're needing support. Right. Um, in cloth diapering and it would be so much more value like in connection exactly. to be exactly. directly in Spanish or right. whatever they're because not everybody in Latin and South America mm. is Spanish but um right a wide array of different languages out mm -hmm. there I guess is right what I'm <laughs> yeah. modeling over um yeah. Portuguese no, my friend is Portuguese exactly. I guess oh okay yeah, she speaks Portuguese. I was thinking, oh yeah, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Gone are those days. Good. But yeah, delivering content. And even in the United States, right, there is right. such a wide array of Spanish speaking. There is. You have a lot of um, immigrants who, uh, like I said, they might understand what I'm saying in English, but if you kind of spark more interest by seeing their, you know, seeing it in their written language in Spanish, they might stop and say, hey, what is this? Or, you know. Yeah. And welcome, be, welcome them in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Say, hey, you, know? you belong to exactly. this community too. Exactly. You can be here. Right. Yeah. This, you, you belong right here, right, with the rest of us. And mm -hmm. um, if you need any help, I mean, here and if there's a word that you don't understand you know i can try my best to help you what is what is your background it. which background what like, are you uh, like this is from mm. spanish what's your spanish like how do you know oh, spanish? Okay. uh mexican-american okay yeah mexican-american so it's always been um um you know you you grow up learning and speaking spanish but i think like millions of other mexican-american <laughs> kids you kind of slowly lose it mm -hmm. you kind of slowly you know you you start going to school english speaking yeah. only you go out into the workforce english speaking only and you kind of start to lose it and um a few years ago i had the opportunity to, to live in mexico and we lived there when my oldest kids were younger and i loved it because it just reconnected me to the language mm -hmm. and just kind of reconnected me to everything and, it, and then ever since then i'm like this is really important to have and this is really if i have you know i'm lucky enough that i'm able to have to have that opportunity mm -hmm. to have all the culture the language so close don't lose it <laughs> and Absolutely. um and i'm really really happy because it, it has allowed me to connect with you know stockists in mexico and the mm -hmm. customers in mexico and it's just it's been great it's been amazing yeah, Using I definitely to, to like send people your way when I don't get uh, <laughs> yeah. when I don't when I when I get yeah. messages that are not in English that are in English. Spanish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, 
and, and I love it. And it's so, so important. That's exactly it. So important yeah. to have other um, influences and experiences in this space. Right. This community. Mm. Um, right. And the pre-flat, what is pre-flat? What do you call a pre-flat that in Spanish? They call, we are coming up with the term pre-plano. Oh. And that's what I'm using. Okay. Um, pre-doblado is pre, uh, pre-fold and plano it's flat so pre-plano is what kind of we've been using a lot of the stock is kind of just say pre-flat just because it is something so new that mm-hmm. i think everyone is kind of um not set on a term yet but I, we're not really set on the, we don't really know the term <laughs> yeah, no, anywhere right you all no. know what we mean. <laughs> we kind of all know what we mean. We don't really. I... Here's a picture. <laughs> this is yeah. what we mean. <laughs> yeah. So Figure yeah, preplano or, or most of them, like I said, kind of just say pre-flat. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. um, who do you think yeah. is like the best client for a plea? Client. That's a, why did I use that word? I was just doing other work. <laughs> uh, the best type of customer, like who needs to try a pre, pre-flat? Who would you recommend it to? Who? Uh, you know, I think it's actually a great product for both beginners and for mm-hmm. advanced. I, I don't think it, it it's kind of geared towards only one type of cloth diapering yeah. parent. Um, it is. I, I mean, I will say that I recognize that it is a work at home maker item. So it is higher price than, you know, mm-hmm. a bird's eye flat. Yeah. So I know it is a little bit out of most people's budgets, but I think that if a customer is looking for maybe one or two because they need a super trim option, um, you know, for special occasions or just, you know, just to kind of treat themselves a little bit, I think it's a great um, product. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good, important, um, good thing to to remember <laughs> as a ground is that, yeah, the price price point is, right. it's not outrageous, it's, but it's not, it's, it's not bird's eye no. cotton and it's not repurposed material. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, I do, I, I think that that is probably one of, I don't, I don't know where Noble will be, you know, a year from now or two years from now, but if we do continue to grow, I think that that is one of my main goals is to make it more, more affordable, more accessible, because I do think that it is a good product. I think a lot of people would benefit um, from having, mm-hmm. you know, either a few or a whole stash of them. So that that's kind of what the goal is at the moment. <laughs> you asking yourself all the questions that I normally yeah. ask people. Girl, I reviewed your email. Yeah. Everything is done Just here. you? Um, I have a little bit of help with cutting. Yeah. Um, it's been a bit hard with the pandemic, just being able to hire anybody kind of. Uh, do, you, do you feel comfortable coming in and out or, yeah. you know? anybody who would be really willing to come in you're in georgia of your home i'm in georgia yes okay. we're we're one of uh one of the uh top eight i i, I stopped watching the news because it's <laughs> too scary <laughs> no i'm no. like i watch the news but last time i checked we were one of the top oh, okay. um heavier hit states so yeah so we're kind of keeping it comfort. safe <laughs> yeah right, that's right the best that you can do right um right so yeah, you... everything is done here everything is um still cut by hand there's no fancy equipment the shop is pretty small it um it's just a, i've been meaning to post a little you know yeah. video like hey this is where your nobles are made just so people can understand that um it is a smaller really tiny shop and although you might see my face or noble's face around in you know social media it is a a really really tiny (laughs) shop i've gotten emails in the past where like they say like um do you have a distribution center in this area and i'm like "Mm, 
<laughs> you mean my house or you know they'll say yeah. or they'll send a message like is there a customer service representative available right now and I'm just like um okay yeah, yeah I'm here. <laughs> I um I yeah. I think people who listen to my show probably probably know this yeah that story already you're not the first cloth diaper brand yeah. um, I when I worked with Nuggles Cheryl would also uh say the same people will reach out and she's like i don't think they realize that literally is just right me here right. in this house my brand right. might have a nice website um but right. it's just me and i'm hiring you now okay. it's still just us <laughs> it's um, flattering though it is flattering because you think wow i'm doing something that seems big and <laughs> it's just little old me over here yeah. the sewing. <laughs> doing the sewing yeah. and that means right. that you do you do drops right like that's how people find your product you do you, you do product drops right now one different times um, or is it always available or how does I that work? I try to keep, I try to keep the store, um, stocked at all times. Okay. I used to do drops before, uh, no, no, actually before I used to do always, everything was custom made. Uh, an order came in, I went and I sewed it up and it went out within a few days. But now with the pandemic, there's actually been a lot of, uh, you know, interest in cloth diapers. And, um, so, it, it kind of got to the point where I was like, I can't make everything custom anymore. There's just, just no way I can keep up. Mm -mm. And I changed it to ready to ship. So now what I do is most of my days are spent just, you know, grabbing a bowl of, let's say, blue and just sewing blue all day and pink all day. And yeah. that way I can, they're ready to go always with the matching threads and um, so I try to keep everything stocked where if a customer wants to come in and buy something, it's likely that it will be available to ship out on my next okay. ship date. And, and I still just... do a little bit of custom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, so if they want something custom made, um, you know, with different threads, then they'll just wait a few days for yeah. me to do it. And yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I restock the store twice a week in hopes that, you know, if you kind of just replenish and it, it just works out better because I get to see what the customers are buying more and what needs to be made yeah it's and it's always i found um i find well, what am i trying to say when <laughs> i was cloth diapering mm -hmm. i always found work at home mom i hate that term too but um work at home <laughs> mom creators i found the drop system really intimidating and i didn't end up buying mm -hmm. a whole lot of products because i didn't right. like having to feel like i had to rush and buy something i hate or the that i would I go to their website and be like well they don't have anything in stock and then i would just move right. on right um right. it's so nice to have at least something ready to ship. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that, that's something that I posted just a few days ago, like um, FOMO, fear of missing out. It's not fun. I don't like mm -hmm. it as a consumer. And I know that a lot of brands kind of use it to their advantage. Like here, we're going to save it up and then drop it all at once and kind of create, yeah. create all this drama and everybody's rushing for it. And no, no, thank you. I don't <laughs> no. like it. I don't want to do that to my customers. So i rather um, kind of just crank as much as I can out and then just supplement the shop so that they can, they can always be there, you know? Yeah. And there's so many yeah. great colors and options. So you sell yeah. free, you sell a pre-flat is your main thing, right? The stretchy winged pre-flat and it's available right. in newborn, toddler, newborn, regular and toddler. And then you right. have yeah. newborn one size and toddler. One size right? and toddler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then um, we have the do-it-all pads. The do-it-alls. Yeah, they can actually work as a um, stretchy newborn pre-flat. So you can, it's something that grows with your baby. You use it 
wrapped around your baby um, when they're newborn, then you kind of use it as a small insert or then later on as a booster or anything like that. So it's kind of oh. something that it was important to me to create something that, you know, you don't use it just two or three months as a newborn and then you're done with it. And so it's something that kind of can grow with your baby. Okay, I've totally yeah. missed that story. So I love that. That yeah. is really, I can see like, yeah, that would be a really great add on. Yeah. And so you've got the do it all pad and then the super do it all pad. And those are your, that's kind yeah. of like wanting to boost those one sizes <clears throat> to be able to do that overnight. Right, right. right. The super do it all pad has um, two layers of hemp cotton jersey in it. Okay. And um, so when you try fold it, it just, it's, to 12 layers adding on to any of your daytime flats and or any of your daytime diaper even if you don't use noble wing pre flats and you just want a super duper you know to any, yeah exactly to any of your diapers whether you use fitteds okay. or anything like that it can hopefully work for your night <laughs> for your baby at night time so can you use mm-hmm. pins i found a booster mm-hmm. of yours can you find um you're just like pins? stretching it out. Um, well, I was just like, yeah, I was just playing. It's super stretchy. Yeah, what is this for? Uh, is this what four way is called, or is this two way? Mm-hmm. I've heard they're different. all four way. They're all four okay. way stretch. So you kind of just—it's nice because you just mold it onto your baby. If you mm-hmm. you just kind of stretch it up and stretch it sideways, and just like most babies, my baby, whenever I would put him on him, he would just sit there and rub his butt. And I've gotten so many messages from moms that are like, every time I put it on him, he just sits there and touches his butt. And I'm like, yeah, he's just so soft. <laughs> you want that, right? So can you use pins in this? Absolutely. Yeah, you can. For a while, that's what we did with my son because he, um, he, he, for a while he had to use a lot of medicine that would kind of irritate his skin. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we tried to do as much cover free time as possible. So pins were the only way to go and keep it on and you can absolutely use pins with them. Cool. That was, that was yeah. my question about the longevity of pin use. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people said they sometimes can get a tie in there. And some people said they just, if they're using a cover, they just quickly do it on. I was snug, A snug cover works yeah. very well with them as well. Yeah. So you well. kind of get that all around absorbency of a fitted almost mm-hmm. without, you know, any additional snaps or anything like that. You just gotcha. kind of get it all in there at once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we've (laughs) talked about um, the absorbency of your products and about GSM Mm -hmm. and all that kind of fun stuff. What was your learning curve there and about picking that right textile for your brand? Right. Um, The learning curve. Let me see. (laughs) That was the one question I was not prepared for, Bailey. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I just, I pulled it up out of my, I just made it up right now. That's why. (laughs) Um, You know, I think that the performance of a diaper, really, I learned that it's not necessarily, um, how how should I say this? Because I don't want to... I don't want it to be taken the wrong way. Mm. Like, um, um, it it just, it depends on so many things. It depends not only on how much a diaper can hold, but it depends on how fast it can absorb it. It depends on how well it holds onto it. Um, it, does it distribute the weight instead of just kind of pushing it out or, um, does the water kind of sit on top at first or does it suck it right in and you're good to go? So it was a, 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 that was part of the reason that I had the separate 
do-it-all pad um, uh-huh. with the bundles, which is like the number one bestseller, was because I learned that you really do need layers, but you also need them where you, it's best to place them where you need them. And then that way you can place them, you know, towards the middle if you have a girl or a belly sleeping or a back sleeping boy or towards the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also didn't want to use anything that was too heavy and that was too thick because I wanted to make sure that I offered something that was able, to, that you are able to hand wash and dry somewhat quickly. That won't take, you know, a day and a half to dry. Mm-hmm. So I think that it, it kind of... Um, it was a happy middle where it's something that will absorb, but will still wash really well and will dry quickly for you. Yeah. And you can, yeah. and then with the placement of the absorbency wherever you need, the extra absorbency wherever you need it, mm-hmm. it just kind of works out really well without any bulk. It makes for a good experience. We, I had to hand wash a couple, more than one time I've had to hand wash them and it always leaves me with I'm happy with the product because I'm an anxious person even as much as I believe in my product every once in a while I lay there at night like what if my product does not work as well as I say it does and I'm like no you're crazy like everyone has told you it's awesome and then I yeah. say, you know you know how anxiety works yeah and yeah like, yeah yeah what if nobody is telling me just because they're too nice to tell me that it's not that great people are mean but- they would tell you <laughs> very true very true (laughs) um so um as i but then when i used it you know when i used it when i walked away and and looking at it as a as a user and not necessarily as the maker of it i'd always be like no this is awesome product it washes really well and it cleans really well and i think you know going back to who would this product be really good for it will be a great product for anybody who um uses them maybe only part-time for Mm -hmm. traveling for um, who th- maybe don't have a washer in their apartment or in their rental or anything like that because you can wash them pretty simply in the bucket and like I said they won't take forever to dry they're also like we, we've talked mm. about how they're trim on the bum but they're also mm-hmm. like super trim in a pile like they don't yeah. take up a lot of space I know we've talked I've talked with uh, Tiana who was RVing and that would be another great use of a pre-flat a couple covers right and you can just have a right no space at all exactly Um, and then I'm here on your prep and wash care page so how Mm -hmm. about like is there any concerns about the colored fabric in Mm -hmm. use what do we expect to see any staining or bleaching over time right with the black with the black and darker like the black and the amethyst the purple one or um, Mm -hmm. even the everglade um, I do suggest always knocking the solids off and rinsing them off as quickly as possible because if your child has had um, you know any acidic foods it's really you'll be surprised how quickly that um, waste can bleach your diapers it can discolor your diapers I never even thought about that at all oh yeah yeah definitely so I always recommend um, knocking off solid waste as fast as you can just to prevent any discoloration. Um, as far as fading, these items, these materials are made with, they, these are really high quality items. So like the, the dye is, um, it's not going to really fade a lot on you. What I always suggest with them is um, knocking off the solids as fast mm-hmm. as you can just to prevent any discoloration. Um, the materials are pretty shrunk. So that takes care of any really dye run or anything like that. And um, 
no issues really so yeah and I found that. I mean I guess it's a little bit of that that spandexy bamboo rayani cotton blend here but I've washed right. mine up and dried mine up a few times and I haven't there's no weird shaping the high runner right yeah. right yeah that's really nice I definitely know like that can be a struggle for some people especially with hemp blends I guess not so much with cotton bamboo blends but sometimes mm -hmm. you get funny shapes and sizes they they tend to shrink oddly yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and so yeah. these are these are doing really well okay um well my shop is noblebebediapers.com and I do have two stockists currently in the United States, which is Panolino Bambino mm -hmm. and um, a new one that is about to open up shop. Their name is Hema and Way dot com. Oh, yeah. And Actually, she just emailed me. Yeah. yeah. Hema oh, yeah. and Way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it. And then um, we do. Ha I do have several stockists in Mexico. <clears throat> um, there's uh, I don't know if I should name them. There's you know I need to actually update it. I we've had two that have been solid stockists since almost the very beginning, and we've added three more recently to okay. that list. So I will be updating that soon. And then in Europe we do have um, boutique Madame GS, and she does do international shipping to all of Europe, and she's located in France. That is so cool. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm still like over here like, what? Um, yeah. And then you're on Instagram, Noble Baby Diapers as well. Yes. Um, yes. And we find you there. And, and on Facebook as well. Facebook. Noble and Diapers. And was just saying yeah. she got a new tripod. So does that mean we'll see some, some videos from you coming soon? I'm a really shy person. <laughs> I, might, I, no. I, might, I might not be on the videos, but oh. I <laughs> All right, that was such a fantastic conversation with Raina. The show notes, as always, are available at www.clotthaperpodcast.com. You can find lots of great information over there, including links to the reviews to check out the Noble Baby product or Noble Baby. I need to make sure I accent that. Um, I'll also include, yes, the link because I did buy her pre flats. They are just as luxurious and amazing as you think they are. And you should definitely check them out if it's something that's in your price point or something that you might afford or maybe recommend it. Just because you don't need a cloth diaper doesn't mean that you can't also recommend or encourage them to people who it would be a great fit for. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with the Cloth Diaper Podcast, be sure to check out my newsletter. I have been sending out regular emails with every podcast as well as every giveaway. I don't need all of these noble baby diapers, so I am hoping to give them away once I get this tested up. I keep saying that with every show. It's not as easy to host a giveaway. It's just like a lot of pieces and puzzles. Anyways, until next week or two more weeks, uh, the next show is going to be with a mama from Argentina and I'm super excited for that conversation with Rami as well as a future show will be with Louise from Elskabar. <laughs>